We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. The voice of the black and amber. Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Fragrances, says it as it is, on Kilkenny Today Business. You're very welcome there. I nearly came in too early, Pat, did I? Ah, yeah, it was my fault. Was it? Okay, yeah. Thanks for that, Pat. <laughs> Whereas Frank Grinsell here, and I'm being driven <laughs> by Pat Tracy. <laughs> take that whatever way you want to take it. But we're here for the next hour anyway, between five and six. And back on in the morning, uh, repeat it again, Pat, between nine and ten, isn't it? So that's really, it, yeah. That, that's that's class altogether, isn't it? Fantastic. We're busy old show this evening there. We, we have uh, a new business opened up in Patrick Street, the Wine Buff is the name of it um, makes a lot of people happy and then we have a neighbour of theirs Ian Brennan from the clubhouse just talking about reopening and the mayor is on later on Pat the first citizen is coming in is coming on the phone to talk to us as well which will be um, we only have the best yeah that's right the quality is coming uh, yeah, to the, the top the quality has come to the top no yeah wonderful yeah. Um, come here look at we're going alright we're going ahead we're going to have a quiz as well and it's an easy one Pat like and you can I give you the, the honour of calling out the number purely because because I can't read it from where I am. But um, there was a shop, a little sweet shop. Another shop. Yeah, there was a little sweet shop opposite Pipes Feelings. So opposite a railway hotel. Or, right. Or what is okay. uh, the Kilford Arms now. There's a little sweet shop there. Yeah. Uh, back only maybe 30 years ago, um, if anyone can think of the name of it. And there's 50 euros cash. Not even a voucher. Pat, it's cash. You can actually, I can smell it here. It's real. It came out of uh, the cobwebs on it when I opened up the wallet to actually put it there. Like. The, the, the paint is hardly dry on it. No, well, it's that long <laughs> since I, uh, I haven't opened the wallet in a long time. So there was cobwebs came out in that when I when I moved it back to put the 50 euro out. So there's to be 50 euro out with Anne to collect there uh, for myself. Just if anyone can think of the lady's name that owned that shop. Uh, what her surname? Would that be that be just down from John Joe Collins? Would it? It'd be down fifty meters from John Joe's. It'd be past what used to be the old motor company. Yeah, just there, just down on on the same side of the road as what was the motor company, just down there, Pat. Yeah, mm. middle of the town, middle of the continent. Better still, like middle middle of the continent. Continent, yeah, yes. yeah. So to name that sweet shop. Yeah, that's 086 353 7782 is our text number. That's 086 353 7782. I nearly remember that now. I don't know about you, but I'm learning a fierce amount about John Street. <laughs> <laughs> there was some damage done in that street, I'll tell you. Um, yeah, there really was. Look, we're going to be ringing uh, the wine buff there. You're going to give him a shout there. Gary is in it. But right. And the mayor is going to be talking about what he's doing with the Christmas fund, the co- what was known as the coal fund. I think he's doing other things with it now, like, um, and that's and I'm helping him on that. Well, there's loads of people helping him to raise money. I thought you were going to be helping him give out the coal. No, <laughs> I thought the back I, wouldn't allow I, I, All of a sudden, I had a flash there. You no, were just no, filling the bags. No. I, I, I wouldn't even bring my own coal in. Never mind someone else's coal in. Jesus, Caroline hears that. But yeah, look. So we're going to be talking, to him and and we're talking about we say when I'm kicking off. Like, tell me about that now. Well, we're kicking off on the 30th of December, and I put back a week because someone wanted to join in with me on the last day when when it re- when when the country reopens. They want to have a kind of a, a podcast from the car park in Dean Street, uh, traditional music, and I think Santi's going to be there, and there's going to be a few old tractors or cars just to light the area up, and that's coming up on the, on the Friday that I'm finishing up. Like, so there's a lot of vintage about it. So whether that relates to the age of the lad that's kicking ball or not, I don't know, but. Um, um, 
It'll be it'll be just different. Sure, people want to go to see anything now at this stage, don't they? They're they're so fed up of everything, you know. They just it's tough going at the moment uh, with people's minds and and business and everything else. So, look, we'll be we'll be talking to a few of them and just having a bit of crack in, in between and try and make sense. Um, try and make sense of what we're doing at the moment, anyway. But um, sure, Pat, that's it then. Sure, whenever you're able to dial there, yeah. Yeah, we're dialing slow. Well, look at <laughs> the, the wine buff is a new it's a new wine shop. I'll go through with I'll go through with him. We say and uh, we'll talk here. Right, yeah. Gary. Yes. Hey, Gary, how are you? I'm very well, Fran. How are you? Ah, good. Yeah, it's nice to talk to you again. The last time we met was actually when you were looking for a place in town to set up. What That's you, correct. Yeah. You're. Uh, I suppose we could have picked better years to set it up, Gary. Uh, well, that's yeah, I think so, but. Um, it's it's going very well so far. So the the people of Kilkenny have been fantastic. So there must still be a love for wine. Well, we all have. Where it basically your new shop just to get it right for people that want to actually try it and they need to actually experience it because it's totally different. It's just up from um, the parade on Patrick Street on the right hand side. Uh, Bides actually had it for years Bides Auctioneers operated for years there and you've now opened the wine, what you've seen as an opening in Kilkenny for, for, for a wine shop Yeah we, we did we, we, we arrived, we emigrated from South Africa in December last year, myself and Gabby, my wife Yeah, and we were looking for a business opportunity in the area and uh, we saw an opening for uh, something that we've got a bit of experience in uh, we used to own a bar in South Africa, and we also own a market stall. Um, so it was similar, similar idea to that, and we thought an idea was the wine shop. Well, there's not a doubt for the location of it is brilliant, and and I know when things come back, which they will for tourists is fantastic. But how do you find Kilkenny so far? Kilkenny people? Uh, they've been absolutely fantastic, Fran. Uh, we can't thank the community enough. They've been so supportive. Um, from the from the customers coming in the door to to look at our wines and buy some wines to to well wishers just sticking their head in the door to wish us well and to yeah yeah it's just been fantastic. Ah, well, that's everything about this is positive in that um, two people not from Kilkenny from outside from another country even coming in starting a business in the centre of town so like and and being accepted which is a huge like at least we recognise people in Kilkenny as well how positive that is you know so. Yeah, I'm delighted to hear that. Do you know, from yourself, you're actually from um, where you are in South Africa. Uh, was a huge wine area, was it? Yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm originally from Scotland, but I, I yeah. went down to South Africa in 2012, uh, where I met Gabby. I was in the in the Western Cape, um, where the, there are some fantastic wines available, was, and yeah. all all just a stone's throw from where we were living. So we were very lucky to taste lots of good wines. So we got we got a love for that. Gabby's mum would be Irish now, in fact, wouldn't she? She'd be from. Yeah, she was. Gabby's mum was from County Wicklow. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So she, the, the, her her mum and dad moved moved down to South Africa in the early seventies. Do you, do you find the crack with dealing with people? Do you find that whole buzz just uh, meeting people? And selling to them is what you love. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's always nice. There's always new stories. Every single person that walks in the door has got their little stories. We've got our stories, and it's it can make for a very interesting day. 
Well, wine, wine on its own actually can make for a very interesting even if, if it's the right wine with the right food, isn't it really? That's what it's all about. That's what you specialise in. Uh, exactly. Uh, we've got wines from uh, lots of different countries. Uh, quite a lot of European wines, but we've got Argentinian wines and South African wines, of course. Uh, come here, can, do, do you know we say, Gary, you know on the taste and end of it, can people taste in the shop? Do you actually, is that part of what you do like that? You have people we, taste? The, the, the wine buff as a, as a company generally does that. Uh, we are restricted with, uh, the, with the COVID restrictions right yeah. now. But once, uh, once those have been fully lifted, then yeah, we will, we will generally have a, a bottle or two open for, for tasting as people pass through. Hasn't that whole business changed in that, like, if you went back just one generation, the thoughts of walking down the street and buying a bottle of wine or tasting it in a shop, um, it's an incredible, it's, it's huge. It's gone from the elite to the norm. Uh, I, I believe so. I think that sums it up perfectly. Wine is, uh, it really is a, a, a drink that's become more and more accepted and normal and people are craving for it now. Yeah, it's amazing thing. Like it's part of, uh, it's part of us. Whereas maybe a pint of Guinness was part of his, you know, thirty years ago. Now it's it's what type of wine will we have with the meal? Or it's an amazing thing. Like, she's the train hotels years ago. You actually did your wine course or whatever. But now, it it's just out there and people find it easy to find knowledge on on wine and that. Yeah, the the choices of wine that are available is is, is tremendous. Uh, there are just endless amounts of wine to try. Hey, Gary, can I ask you this one now and tell the truth on this? Do you find people bullshit a lot when they're buying wine that they don't actually know what they're buying but just that on that they do? Um, I would say in my experience, most people are quite honest. Uh, they will they will tell you about a region that they visited in France, for example, and wines they tasted. Or you'll get the other people will come in and just say they don't know anything, but they like they like a nice smooth red. So we find we find out what we can from them and and tell them what we think. Yeah, because it is all about taste, isn't it? Absolutely. It's something that I wouldn't drink a huge amount of, but in saying that, at Henry Mars' 60th or 50th birthday party, I remember drinking two bottles of it and sick for three days after. So that was my introduction to wine, which wasn't yeah. the right way of doing it, Gary, but we did it anyway. <laughs> you know, but... Compared, do you know, uh, is it expensive? Can someone go in and buy a bottle of wine for a tenner? Uh, we, our wine starts off at 11 euros. Okay, so uh, they can. You'll, you'll tangle with that for a tenner then. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have you down to a tenner basement price there, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> and, and come here, and to, and to go up to what? Um, I think the most expensive bottle we sell right now is about 60 euros. Yeah, so that's savage. It's 12 euro a glass, five glasses to a bottle roughly, isn't it? Um, depends on the size you, of the glasses. It depends on the size Where's of the glass. glass. But once you start tasting these, uh, some of these wines, your your palate will change and you will enjoy it. Do you know the way? Like it is a case that you do have to be careful when you are drinking these at home because you can become. It's easily if you were sitting down, you could drink a bottle of it, which isn't, you know. So you really have to be careful and recognise that as well, don't you, with the drink, like. Absolutely. Uh, the, it, like most things, has got to be in moderation, but a lot of the wines, uh, they can be quite strong. Yeah. Uh, so you can't drink them like you drink a, a pint of Guinness, for example. Hey, Gary, can I ask you, why do they, why do they uh, serve white wine cold and red wine warm, uh, room temperature? Why is that? Uh, it's, it's, it is just to uh, get the best out of the wines. Okay, so it's uh, a different grape. Uh, it's, it's different grapes, different regions, uh, the way it's grown, 
uh, and how all the fermentation process that goes into the the whole process before it goes into a bottle. So to to enjoy it the most, it's it's temperature controlled. How delighted are you to actually be going at this? Like you, you had the stall before, uh, you were at the different type of arts and foods and different. You know you, how how excited are you now by starting this? It's, it's everything, it's, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, no, definitely. We we were a little bit a little bit of trepidation just with uh, the current conditions. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's it. Really, has been so far so good. So well, hopefully, onwards and upwards. Well, the Wine Buff franchise, if you want to say it like that, actually, st- the business have started, I'd say, early 2000s, did it, around? That's correct. The, the, the founders of the company, uh, back in 2000, they opened a, a Wine Buff in Limerick. Yeah. And they've now got 11 stores in Ireland, and they have one in St. Emilion in France. So they really have driven on since this. At, at tough times, well, in bad, in hard times, like they came through the good times, bad times, and they're still doing it. For, for you, you must be really looking for having come in at the worst possible time, I suppose. Really, well, a tough time anyway. You must be really looking forward to, to Christmas and and um, the new year, and hopefully a vaccine <laughs> that we can all get back to normal and just life go on again. You must be looking forward to what it's going to bring the tourists and everything coming back to Kilkenny, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when we read up on Kilkenny as a city, it's it's such a vibrant place. We can see that already. So how it's going to be once the world comes back to normal, we are really looking forward to experiencing that. Well, we are diverse. There's a huge thing, like we, and there's an acceptance from anyone that comes to Kilkenny. Like Kilkenny people are brilliant that way. It's open enough because we get so much tourists. Tourists. The figure is something 1.4 million tourists a year to Kilkenny. We accept people coming in. There's not a problem. Uh, Everybody mixes, and then it's just a busy place. Now you'd love to see people like yourselves coming in. The people that like Kilkenny and setting up in it and stay here because it's a huge positive for us that people like you come here and just bring a different a different way of looking at life and, and, and it adds to what we are you know it's just rich it just changes there's an energetic vibe off of people like he coming in because we can become monotonous just being here all the time so it's brilliant that people come in you know so I'm delighted like really well thank you very much and hopefully we can we can complement uh, the city itself as well well you will because you're given something that we don't have you know so it's just that bit different as to how we look at it do you know when like your business will obviously change over time there and it's a question of money how difficult are you finding that business at the minute money wise stay going expenses um, it's harder than what you thought I'd imagine because it's, it is a little bit it is a little bit hard I mean we're we're very early stages yeah so it's, it's we months? haven't haven't been open for a month yeah. yet so we do we can't see exactly how the yeah. financials are going to work out but yeah I keep coming back and saying it's like so far so good. Well, for all the festivals that we have, many many have we had one every two weeks, is it in Kilkenny? I think it's something ridiculous like that. We have a festival every two weeks and a huge amount of food festivals, uh, festivals as well. I heard Marion Flannery are trying to push another one lately. There, that is bound to complement. We say the wine buff is bound to complement. Um, some of the, the activities in Kilkenny it's going to be really interesting to see now how you're going to integrate with all that and, and it, it'd be brilliant to see you driving on and helping like with, with whatever is happening you know brilliant yeah well I hope so we've, we've 
we've joined the local chamber of commerce. We're okay. we're registered now with Visit Kilkenny and Saver Kilkenny. Ah, yeah. So we're looking to immerse ourselves with as much of the local businesses as we can. It's hugely important for you. I mean, you have parking outside there as well, don't you? There's load uh, just outside the. Actually, there's there's a couple of parking spaces just up from us, and a couple of loading bays as well. So there yeah, is parking. There is, yeah. There's parking at the other side of the road as well. So there's loads. It was actually made for the wine buff. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. Do you know what what opening hours they on there? Uh, we're opening right now uh, from Tuesday to Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Eleven till six. Tuesday, oh. Wednesday, Thursday, and 11 till 7 on Friday and Saturday. Oh, brilliant. So, And that could change as the summer coming in, that could improve as well? You might uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just see how it goes. We're, we're going to be open every day in December, and then we'll see once springtime comes how what we can do to maximise the potential and also to suit our, cli- suit our clients. Yeah, I think it look it'll work. And once people can get understand that Scottish accent, like it won't be too bad either, you know. <laughs> yeah, so for there, sure. there is there is a, a touch of South African off it as well, so you're you're actually becoming a little bit more understanding. <laughs> Sandable oh, well, <laughs> not good. to understand it. Very good. Do you know for Christmas you'll actually drop off stuff if someone like for presents it has to be seen as a great place, something different. Uh the wine buff. Are you doing the vouchers, are you doing the little packaging, all that hamper type of thing? Yeah, we're doing some Christmas hampers. Uh, we've got some cheeses and crackers. Really? Uh, some daily products in for that. Uh, we've also got uh, Carol Boys, who's a South African artist. Uh, we've got some of her uh, products in. It's functional art, it's called. Yeah. And um, we're doing some, well, obviously, the wine, wine accessories, hampers. Uh, we do free local delivery. Um and we'll go do some wine tasting and wine appreciation next year, hopefully, once COVID passes us by. There's a few lads that love that, Pat. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you could do very well. Come here and tell you, what, does, a 50, does 50 euros go far in your shop now for a small hamper? Uh, 50 euros, you'll get a, you can get a nice hamper for 50 euros. We'll order one now and give it out next week on the show. Is that okay? That's absolutely no problem at all. David will collect it, give you your 50 euro. We're going to give it out next week, Pat, on the show. We might sample it ourselves first, though, see how we go with that. Yep. Hey, Gary, come here. I, I wish you really well. Your mobile number, is uh, for anyone that's listening, is 087-190-5566. 087-190-5566. But if anyone just puts in the wine buff... Google that, like it'll come up in Kilkenny, it'll come up, and it's Gabby and Gary. Gabby is way nicer than you, really, Gary, isn't she? Sorry, she's <laughs> I said Gabby is way nicer. <laughs> that was the liberal you misheard me there. <laughs> Mary, I'll see you during the week, um, and we'll, we'll we'll do that voucher next week for you, and, and we'll give it out here as a, as a. It'll be nice coming up to Christmas, and it'll be a touch for you as well. So look at it, uh, brilliant. Yeah, look that's at, perfect. Thank you. Mary, you might come back when when and come in when all this is lifting. You might come in the new year into the show just for the crack. We'll have a laugh here. Um, yeah, I would evening. love that. Yeah, brilliant. I would as well. You might bring Gabby as well that we can totally understand what's been said then, would you? <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for taking the call, Gary. Thanks very much. Thanks uh, for the invite. Uh, look, I'll talk you. to you soon. Thanks, Gar. Okay, cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> isn't, isn't it lovely to hear lads saying that Kilkenny's a lovely place to do yeah. business?
That's it? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know uh, whether you're into wine or not. I wouldn't be you now, Pat. To be honest with you, but I, I thought you were sound, no. sounded like Fraser there. That and uh, the way he tastes the wine and uh, I don't understand it because I sold it if you went back <laughs> far enough. But would it? Would I? Would I let on? There was only one wine I liked. It was actually a bottle of Sauternes, and I, I, I'm not sure. It was a sweet wine. It was served with desserts more than that, and so there's loads, plenty of sweetness in it. So I used to love that. Like, but, okay. Uh, but that, apart from that, no, I wouldn't. Mm. Um, but years ago, when we were growing up, you had uh, you had a blue nun, or you had black tower, or and that was it, wasn't it? <laughs> or no, the one with the funny shaped bottle. What was that? Match was rose. Oh yeah, that's that everyone right. Everyone made yeah, yeah. It, yeah, put a yeah. candle in, or put a light in it afterwards, or something like that. Mm. It was good. I hope to do well. The wine buff in yeah. Patrick Street location is very, very good. It should do well with tourists as mm. well. Mm. It's only. Just up from down from Clubhouse, up from Leverney, right? So, geez, okay. across the road from the left bank. It should yeah, be yeah. well. Everything's gone for it there. We're uh, we're going to be taking a break, are we, Pat? Yeah, and uh, just uh, all we have, yeah, and a reminder: just give the question again about the sweet shop. Well, uh, just a handy one, like in John Street. Yeah, it was up to what, what what the old railway hotel. The small shop was up to the old railway hotel. I have a reason for that actually, because she was used to sell little ties there as well. Sometimes, like okay. Um, so I just remember it real well. Oh eight six three five three seven seven eight two is our text, or if you want to phone. You can call 0567762777. We're, we're talking to Ian Brennan and we'll come back, are we? Yeah, we'll do that. Kevin has been on. He said, a nice fruity red. Good for <laughs> good for you, the odd glass. Odd glass. Mm. Nice fruity red. <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't know much about fruity reds, but <laughs> that's some sort of a gay Russian, is it? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know what this <laughs> All right. right. So we'll be back. All right. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Ron Grinson says it as it is on the Kilkenny Today Business Show. We're back and Pat Tracy is still giving out there about things. Uh, we're joined on the phone with Ian Brennan of the Clubhouse Hotel. Ian, how are you keeping? Hello, Fran. How are you? Nice just, to talk to you. I miss you, Ian. There's no point in saying <laughs> it, but this lockdown is having a woeful effect on my social life. I'm telling you now, it's terrible. <laughs> how are you keeping it all, eh? Yeah, I'm not too bad now at all. How difficult is it to stay I'm positive for you? Out. It's difficult, but we're doing our best here, Fran. What about all the lads? All the lads working with you in that life? They're all all doing their best too. There was a few men out the last couple of days helping putting up Christmas decorations and stuff. So we're we're trying to get ready to reopen if we're allowed. (laughs) (laughs) That's shocking to be able to say if we're allowed. Isn't it shocking? the, The directive is so poor, isn't it? it? In the last couple of weeks now, it's gone very poor. I wrote all the the local guys and a few of the senators and stuff a few days ago there, you know, because the the uncertainty of it is just absolutely unbearable and it's so unfair on businesses and on the likes of my staff, do you know what I mean? Uh, they don't know, we don't know what to plan for our, you know, whether we're allowed to open in a few days' time or a couple of weeks' time or not at all, you know. Um, it's, it's very difficult. What business is... is um it, business is about repetition it's about the same people coming back it's about looking for new people but it's all habit and if you break that habit yep yeah that's absolutely right yeah indeed so, indeed yeah so ha- it's about getting people to come back into their routine yeah. and not wanting yeah. to sit out in the cold I just come here, I, I've had people different people talking about uh, Tony Hoolan and the wonderful man he is and I don't doubt he is I'd say he's a fantastic husband and uh, and and father and everything that's fine that's his thing but you'd have to wonder then how uh, how somebody from the HSE ends up in a position without being elected that actually dictates the running of the country yeah 
and that's that's the way that's the way it's happening at the moment, unfortunately. But um, ah, look, he has a job to do as well. Don't get me wrong, and I'm all in favour of of keeping people safe and and that kind of thing. But businesses have to be allowed to to run their business in a in a safe manner as well. You know, um, like if you go back to the last level two lockdown, like we ran a very safe environment here. We didn't have any cases. Uh, everybody was. You know, contact tracing was done on the way in, all the tables spaced out, you know, um, and uh, not being allowed to open again is just... Uh, but is just why was Level 2 not okay for ye? Like, how is what we witnessed on the, on the television, on the news, the national news, how is that better than going in and sitting in the clubhouse or sitting in any hotel and having space? It's not. It's not, unfortunately, you know. And... Um, you know, um, there's certain businesses that are being very unfair. Certain sectors, you know, are being very harshly treated. In well, years has years has been harshly treated, is it? Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. There was a time. There was a time when publicans had huge power in the country, probably because there was a lot of TDs, Republicans, or and the farmers. That you is that actually drifting now? Is it about? Does it matter like anymore? Whether you don't have the same clout, uh, uh, but you're being treated so badly. Oh, abs- yeah, absolutely, you know, and like, look, our associations are, are trying to fight on our behalf, but, you know, it's uh, it's very, very good, difficult situation, and, like, we all understand that the, the government and uh, NASA's and all these want to do the best for the, for the people in the country, but at the same time, you know, we have to be allowed to run our businesses and do some sort of business, because uh, if it keeps going like this, we don't know where we'll be. You'd, you'd wonder at this traceability thing because when we were going into you there you were writing down you know where we were for even coming into the station this evening you write down where you were last and everything else ha, do you know anybody have a think about this now or anyone that's listening have a think about this do you know anybody that was got a phone call to see the, that sorry we were contacted you were talking to somebody last week that has COVID I've never yeah, got a phone call yeah well <laughs> and I meet a lot of people yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I know my I know my wife was in a scenario where she was a close contact of a confirmed case, and she did get a contact from them did and she? numerous numerous follow up contacts. Yeah, fairness. Okay. Uh, have to have to admit. <laughs> so it's working then. Yeah. So I never yeah. got well, it. Just happened. Yeah, in certain in certain circumstances, it appears to be. But yeah. How are you going to manage on stock, or how are you managing on stock now, or how? Uh, difficult sure. Is that? Look, uh, it's difficult to be honest with you. In fairness to the breweries and the drink companies have been very very good with regard to it you know obviously food is a different story it's perishable um, you know we had to we had to just wear it down as best we could when we knew we were closing we brought a, a pile of it down to the good shepherd there okay. uh, on both o- on both occasions when we closed you know yes. it's all we could it's all we could do really but at least it went to some sort of use you know it's mental. Do we ever think we'd see this? Like when you'd see, but it's the contradiction in the service. I suppose is you know where some places are let open, where you can go in into a takeaway, or you can, but you can't actually sit down with yeah. a distance. It, it's not making sense. I don't know why. Like, but it's wrecked your business. And it's oh, abso- absolutely, yeah. And we're going to find it very hard to, to even when you are open. Like you're going to find it very hard to recover from it. You know. Well, um, were you making money in, in, in Devil 2? How difficult was it to make money in Devil 2? Ah, it was very difficult. It was very difficult. Now, there was some support there as well, the wage subsidies and things like that were helping. 
you know. Okay, but if I'll you ask you this them, question. If you took them away, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be very easy, you know. That was my question. If you weren't getting yeah. subsidies, so yeah. how then yeah. long term can that last? It can't. No. No, it can't. It uh, can't. And your business, like you do a huge bedroom business, don't you really? Like it's it's so central, it's so well known. How, how will that kick off, come back quickly, do you expect? Um, I'd be hoping it would, like the the demand is, is there to a certain degree. Like even we have our availability open online for December in the hope that we'll be open, you know. And there is a certain amount of demand there, you know. Um so have, have you a day for opening up? Uh, well, sure we don't, okay. really. Do you know what I mean? The next announcement is due on the 1st of December, so it just depends on that. The big problem is, though, Fran, is they, they only give us four or five, you know, five or six days' notice of, of what they're planning to do. Like, we're, what are we now? We're the, tomorrow's the 20th of November. We still don't know whether we can open on the 1st of December or not, you know. So staff don't know whether to have a job, no, staff don't know whether they're going no, to have wages no, for Christmas? No, no, they don't. No, they don't, is right. Would you be tempted to walk away from it? <laughs> sure. Uh, in some ways you would, but sure, look, um, I know we have uh, a great business here in the centre town, so I'd be hoping it'll be here for a long time more, you know. Would you be tempted to that maybe that your industry would, would become a stronger lobby than what you are at the moment and say, listen, we've learned from this and we can't have this anymore? Like that. Like it's yeah, as I say, like the, the both the Irish Hotel Federation and the Vintners Federation, which were both power part of both, are, are lobbying hard, like, you know, to be fair to them. But um, they have a bit of work to do there as well, as you know. Well, would it not be the case, Ian, that just looking from the ordinary lad looking in that now it's a case that off licenses have more clout than restaurants and bars yeah and hotels possibly I don't know whether it's a case of more clout or it's it's just it's looked at differently do you know um, but everybody sees how much damage the off licenses the, I don't, I look at that drink being sold for people to drink on the street or drink yeah. in houses is yeah, causing yeah. the bother uh, social problems as well. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree. And yet the pubs can't open, and the normal no. lad can't go down and have a couple of pints and just no. do. Uh, no. It's incredible. And there, there's a very simple solution. Like you just you 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 police it properly, and and you put in harsher harsher fines for the people that don't don't abide by it, and and then you just move on, you know. Why can't, would that be hard for politicians to understand it? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't we'll know. have to start electing yes. publicans as politicians again. Well. <laughs> it might work like. Well, it certainly wouldn't be any harder than what we're doing at the moment with some no. of them that we have anyway. There's you know. a couple in South Kerry. Yeah, well, they have a different <laughs> attitude towards the whole thing. They'd still be selling a few pints and drive home as well. So yeah, that, that's that's something that's going on. That's the other. That's the other extreme. Uh, Ian, do you ever do you ever remember any of the, the streets when you were a young lad growing up? Because you grew up in town, you're you're steeped in it. Like I mean, you're steeped in, in Kilkenny tradition. When you when we'd be asking about old shops that were in town, in uh, what side of town would have been your part? You would have been on the far side of the bridge, the club uh, side, I suppose. I suppose I would, yeah, yeah. We're, we're uh, I grew up out in the Grange Road and yeah. that area, but uh, yeah, would have been in around the hotel here a lot. Yeah. It's in the fierce when you'd see all the small shops disappearing. That you'd say, you know, what's part of Kilkenny? What makes us different is gone. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, changing times, I guess. Yeah. And maybe what's part of us being Irish is gone. You know, it, yeah. it's strange. Yeah. Look at. 
I can't wait till you open up, but that's just being selfish. Um, I'd wish you well because it's a beautiful place. It's always a lovely, friendly place to go in. You know, the, the, the lads are there. They know. They know who's gone into it. They understand the people that's gone into it, which is just something that was came down from your father and through the years. We say, and now you. Um, I'd wish you well. I pray you do well. You know, that kind of really please, good. Please God, friend, that Everton will uh, will turn out in our favour. But sure, we just have to wait and see now at this stage, I suppose. Yeah, where before you go, Saver Kilkenny online. How does that work? Uh, yeah, it's going going well. There's a lot of interest in it now. To be fair, um, I suppose you know not being able to have the festival, we kind of had to do something to, to keep the name keep the name out there. The brand, and, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of engagement in it now. To be fair, um, so yeah, where every week it's it's getting more more and more people involved. So uh, Marion Flannery is pushing it strong, isn't she? Oh think? God, she is. Yeah, some she's woman. A, she's a mighty woman. Yeah, she is. She's handatory. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Like you know, she was. She probably started promote, started working on this about three or four weeks ago, and, and like she's really brought it together. You know, she's uh, she's a great. Uh, oh, great she drives on. She done that Kilkenny yeah. day as well. Yeah, she's absolutely. constantly yeah. working. There was, there was great engagement in that too, actually. Believe it or not, you know, it was uh, it was um, it was very good. Yeah, well, it was different, you know. So it, yeah, that's absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. Ian, let us know. Send us a text when you're open, will you? Because I will, friend. We'll be off straight away to you. And I wish you well and all the lads up there well. Thanks very much. I appreciate it, friend. And Pat, thank you very much. See you, Ian. Bye now. Thanks for having me. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Deadly fella, lovely fella, yeah. really nice lad. Trying to actually take over from Jim and driving on in his own. Yeah, but it's putting a kind of a human face on what's going on. You know, it, it isn't like what people. Lot, I mean, no? you see what that chap is saying. He's trying to run a business. He doesn't know when he can open. Yeah. Like how? What government is sitting down? Who's in government now? Anyway, I forget who's actually in government. I don't know. Who's Taoiseach now? <laughs> well, there's one Taoiseach, and there's someone else thinks he's Taoiseach, and yeah, it's it's just it's some it's some character. But like, and there's no doubt. Look, it's all about saving lives. I understand that totally. But I'd imagine yeah, but the consequences of saving some of them uh, mm. of lives is huge on the other side. Like that's I don't know the level the level of consequences. Well, huge. they say it's for your own good. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I always get worried when someone says that. Well, it'll be sitting down on a Saturday night at home wondering where where is for my own good. Like, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know on that one. We're I, ask the question again. Come on, it isn't hard. Like, shop. it's really disappointing. Anyone gonna, over the, the yeah, looking at the, and the, the, the seven text in because I know there's well, whoever is seventh is the seventh one we'll take anyway. But it really, look, it's a really, really easy one because a really traditional name on John Street. Right. There's two businesses on John Street with the same name okay. and were both related both brothers I think in actual fact but um, and the name and who they married this into this is Upper John Street Upper John Street opposite, yeah. the, opposite the old railway hotel yeah by his feelings place there mm. the old railway hotel there was a little small shop there that's actually still there and operating uh, presently at a shop I'd say from memory at the minute now yeah I think so yeah I think there's uh, an Indian man in there now working yeah, the, there. there's a little uh, sweet shop paper shop there now again the last that's couple Years, yeah. uh, from memory it? now, just yeah. thinking that that's it. Like, but this lady's name and she sold everything. But I remember taking sixpence, there was a little mouse that you wound up in the window, a little yeah. thing you wound up. And I remember taking six, six was on my mother's purse to go down and buy it. I wasn't afraid of the consequences, but but in hindsight, the consequences I should have been <laughs> afraid of them because they were severe, you know. When I went back with the mouse and the sixpence gone out of my mammy's purse, you know. Oh, so I see, yeah, in tough times, I took a chance on a it, it didn't work out. 
a tanner, yeah. A tanner. Great times, yeah. <laughs> okay, if you can name that shop, 0863537782, or you can call Anne on 0567762777. Anne's after running with a whole lot of scraps of, them, of paper yeah. here, I yeah, think, already. Look, in fairness, some of them are wrong. There's, there's, there's three messages in by phone there that are wrong, yeah. but I think the fact that it ring in, we might throw them in anyway. <laughs> so even if you don't know the name, <laughs> we'll take we'll take the answer anyways. There we, should be massive interest in next week's uh, prize. Well, the 50 euro hamper of wine. Imagine that. Yeah, but this is 50 euro in notes, like. This, uh, oh, this is cash. Yeah, and I'm after earning that money, Pat. I had the iron out before I came in and pressed that out just to take the cobwebs off it, cleaned it, pressed it, so it's right. immaculate. It's so it's a 50 euro piece of cash. Crisp, 50. Yeah, crisp, yeah, yeah. You can smell euro. it. It's a wonderful smell. You put it between bread, it'd be beautiful. It'd be a dear cash sandwich. is king, lads. Yeah, but next Never week... Mind that plastic money. Next week's a 50 euro voucher in a basket or a box from the wine buff in Patch Street. Compliments of myself and Pat, uh, and we'll I imagine there's crackers in that Pat and cheese. Yeah, into that like I great. can tell your friend will have it all tasted won't. beforehand. I want it because I'm not <laughs> big into crackers. It's sooner chips. All right, <laughs> we're going to the Roma next week. We're about to be way better. I was sure you were a cheese and wine. No, merchant. not quite. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. We're going to be ringing the the mayor, who John okay. Coonan, to talk about his fund, the mayor's fund, and uh, you have his number. Yeah. Uh, so we'll give him a shout next then and we'll see how that goes alright we had we had to pay the bills ok we'll take a break we are Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM you're listening to Fran Grinsel on Kilkenny Today Business we're back and Pat Tracy's giving me a, a lecture there on positivity I think you were playing centre back at the time were you? oh yeah 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 no <laughs> we won't talk about that we'll thing. talk about wellness now later wellness yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. say the rosary Pat as well as you need to get that's it we're, we're joined on the phone with Mayor First Citizen John Coon and John how are you? good evening Frank I'm good, very well thank you good good old crack always a good crack talking to you John absolutely thanks very much and likewise um, your your fund you're doing it different you're you're doing your own way this time um, yeah indeed uh, Fran yeah look at Christmas time I suppose <laughs> for years and years it started off I think many years ago uh, I don't know it was the late Tommy Martin God be good one but it started off and it was called the coal fund and that's the time I suppose when most people uh, had the open fires and uh, lit their fires with turf and sticks and coal and things like that so the coal fund at Christmas came in uh, it was very welcome to make people warm during the Christmas season yeah. that was start off and then it changed over of course as the coal uh, went, uh, was phased out and it became a voucher fund where people got voucher for meat vouchers and things yeah. like that but in the meantime I suppose things have changed dramatically over the last 12 months since I became mayor indeed last June and I mean uh, I suppose because of the COVID uh, pandemic I suppose uh, we have a Christmas like one we never anticipated we'll say for eight or, eight or nine months ago you know yeah. and even though I suppose Christmas is a time for us all and we'd all be looking forward to Christmas whether you'd be alone for it whether it's a Santa Claus or whether it's for Christians, the birth of Christ, celebrating Christmas, or for people to get together as families and things like that. Christmas is a lovely occasion, and most of us do look forward to an exchange presents. But having said that, Frank, I suppose, and you would know that with your business too, and indeed the people on the radio would know as well, there are several people struggling like never before because of the pandemic, because some people might have um, lost jobs, businesses have closed down, and some that might never open again. Yeah. And some people are suffering now from long-term unemployment. And this is a, a source of huge stress, I suppose, financial as well as everything else. Yeah. And, and it's affected adults and children alike and families. And because of that, I suppose, and because of the COVID restrictions, Frank, uh, about associating with people yeah. and social distancing and personal contact and things like that, 
I thought that maybe this time round we might change the idea of a fundraiser and give the money, the total money that the Mayor raised this year to two deserving causes who are there with us for many, many years. And the first uh, group that I decided to, I, I was dividing the, the uh, monies uh, in two ways, between Alone and the Kenny Lions Club. Okay. Now, Alone was an organisation that was started off many, many years ago, I believe, in Dublin. I think there was a fire tender who went out to the Dublin mountains to an emergency call and found a very elderly couple, isolated and alone and shivering in very difficult circumstances. That's a sad And that's he got together with other groups of people, absolutely very sad. And he got together and chatted among other volunteers that had equal experiences in the emergency services of other kinds as well, like hospital and ambulance yeah. services as well, and decided to start up a group called Alone to support people. This is a voluntary group that would so, um, support people who suffer from social isolation and lack of services and indeed poor health in a lot of circumstances too. And indeed some of them uh, homelessnesses that were living in, in, in various forms of uh, their own man-made housing. So that's how Alone started up. Now in recent times and over the last 12 months the Alone, a branch of the Alone organisation has started in Kilkenny. Where John? Down in St. Canis, down in St. Canis's Hall. And uh, as you might recall, I was a member of the older people's forum, the Kilkenny Age Friendly yeah, Alliance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we give them a little help financially to support them to start up uh, that organisation in Kilkenny City. And it is manned by volunteers five days a week. And they provide a service called a Befriending Services. And they would have a list of people who would be known in the various parishes throughout the city, environs and the county, who they know and would be uh, aware of who are living alone and maybe living in isolated areas and in difficult circumstances. And they give them regular phone calls to keep in touch and keep them uh, in touch with their own and keep in touch with advice and other services if needs be as well. And there are total voluntary services. John, is that, and the other one is that was ultimate kindness? Is, is that we all understand, our friend, we all understand that one. And your staff, the Christmas hamper peel will be on just very shortly yeah. now. And they do a great uh, lot of work on an annual basis uh, and they distribute funds to various... Uh, I suppose, voluntary organisations and community uh, support groups and things like that. And like I said, they also do uh, the Christmas hamper peel a well and they work with the Vincent de Paul. And there's no need for me or anybody to explain what the good work that Vincent de Paul do. And mm -hmm. I thought that maybe all the money that I raised would be divided equally among those two groups. Uh, and I suppose, I suppose there was no better groups who would have no more experience than those two groups in distributing funds raised to those who are most in need. So I decided to do that this time round. Well, it's a brave move because the normal thing was that it was used almost to make yourself popular in that you'd, you'd, uh, vouchers would come out from the mayor over it was, 30 euro, 25 euro, this type of thing to people. So what you're doing is actually is taking it away from yourself almost and spreading it to two people that you think will use it better. So that's a, it's a good move for me now. It's brilliant. To, like It's good well, that you recognise... Well, well, I, I think it's I, kind I, of I you, John. I myself, apart from that, uh, that wasn't the first reason. The reason was because of the pandemic and social distancing. But I thought of two groups who were intimately aware of individuals and groups who are thoroughly deserving of a little yeah. bit of a leg up and support this year. And indeed, people who might find themselves would be encouraged by the various voluntary organisations to yeah. contact alone or to, or to contact with, say, the Kilkenny Lions Club or St. Vincent de Paul. So I thought in those circumstances that I couldn't do any better than give it to those two groups. And I'd be assured, and so would the public, that every single penny that I raised would, would, be, would be well spent to deserving causes. Oh, well, there's no so, doubt on that, John. That absolutely. But, no, Frank, no, no. could I say this yeah. uh, as well? Because I did another interview on your radio, and since the last interview that I did, I, I'm bowled over by the response that I've already got. It's, it's, it's purely astonishing, and I'm really delighted with it. And uh, I was talking to Phil, a secretary down in, in, in City Hall today, and she was just saying it was like never before. I mean, people are responding. 
and uh, I suppose we, we could chat about a response that I got from yourself because it's a very special one and maybe we might have a little chat about that well, All I'm doing is kicking the football I'm only I'm out in the car park for you but I'm doing it for you I'm doing it for the, for, for the mayor but I, I, I love the idea of the alone charity I think it's uh, something at the moment John it's a great one to pick your, that you could touch so many people with it like that that are, are, are alone and feel themselves isolated so yeah, but I mean, I, Frank, I find I find Frank that people like yourself and other business people and other I mean uh, ordinary people as well that are very very busy in life who have contacted me and they've been so generous with their personal yeah. time and indeed the efforts and the proposal that they make like the hikathon that you have offered to do for me and I think that is really uh, a very special uh, offer to make and I, I, I'm deeply indebted and I just I have said this to so many people and I sincerely would like publicly on the community radio to thank you for uh, that, uh, that offer because every offer uh, is, is, is very special but I mean for somebody like yourself another busy person doing, trying to do your business and trying to keep your business going to also be good enough and big enough to think of those who are less well, fortunate and I think that's a, a, a very positive gesture and, and, and much appreciated I well, can tell you I'm not great at, at accepting compliments it's not my thing like but what I'm doing is going. I'm starting on Monday the 30th I think it is I'm going out there for an hour every evening out to the car park in Dean Street and kicking the ball against a, a banner I have your name on it I don't have your face John they could blame me then for kicking <laughs> the ball at, but uh, your thing on it and I'm doing it just for an hour every night and I'll be sending out looking for the few pound off a lads I'd know and whatever else but uh, and I'll, do, I'll do that Saturday and Sunday and back into the following week the following Friday night it's suggested and I have to go through it with you that lads want to run a podcast from there I haven't a clue what it is but a traditional band want to play there and um, they want to bring Santi down around and just create something uh, maybe just finish off with a bit of so a special evening if lads want to call down but I will be asking lads to call down to me there because an hour is a long time kicking the ball on your own so I'd be hoping people to call down and just have to have a crack with me I'll be asking people to go on goal including yourself John to just step in I have a few lads in mind to step in a few of the hurlers are going to come Kenny lads will come down as well and different people just come down to break the evening for me a bit you know because it can be a while kicking a ball an hour a night again a wall for, for, for that many nights in a row so but I'm glad to do it for you John because I'd like now some people come here and I spoke about this at home to David my own young lad I said some people will probably say what's that lad doing you know or looking for attention I don't need attention John I'm doing this for you and that's a fact I'm doing it for the people that you'll help and and that's as much as I'm doing as for businessmen Jesus, I don't even look at myself as one, you know, that kind of way, but I just, I want to do this for, for lads who think that are struggling at the moment, John. I think it's a great move from you to go from your vouchers for chickens and coal to doing this. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, well, I think, Frank, it's only fair to say that it takes other people to give you a hand. Nobody does anything alone. And this, in particular, the fundraiser, couldn't be done just on my own. It only can be done with the generous support and offers that I get just as like the one that I'm getting from you just at the moment it's only with offers like that and support like that that makes the fundraiser a success and it's only the voluntary groups that I intend to give it over to are the ones that make it possible to see to it that the fund that is raised every single penny is spent uh, properly to the people who need it most and that's very important and I know I'll be as far as I'm concerned my fundraiser I have for GoFundMe it's it's, it's um, uh, tiny.cc forward slash Christmas fundraiser or they can post or leave a donation into the John Mayor John Cohen and the Christmas yeah. Fundafield in City Hall or indeed Frank I'm sure you have a method of raising funds ah, yeah. as well that I'll you might like well. to and, and in fairness to you said there's no pressure on me you know but I, I'd hope to raise 
five anyway, you know, five thousand anyway, like so I'll be hoping for that. Chance. Frank, if, if if you raise five thousand pence, the people who will receive it will deeply appreciate yeah, well, look it. If it's whatever it is, the figure is, it's the gesture that counts. And it's the support that really counts. And we'll have a crack as well, John, doing it. So I'll enjoy it. I'll be taking the piss out of everyone I know <laughs> on these texts out. So I'll be getting on to Brian Cody again. Because he's not as good a footballer as me. No way, no. Not a bit like. So Well, I never <laughs> kicked a football in my life. I might well, be able to block goal, kick it at me. Okay. But the thing about it is, Frank, that while people would be looking forward to Christmas, and we might have a nice chat, and indeed with other people in the community radio, and we might be uh, uh, having fun, Unfortunately, this year, because of the pandemic, no, on top of people yeah. being isolated alone, and some people might be very ill or uh, might be suffering from a little bit of depression, the support that may well be given to those people individually or collectively from your efforts and the efforts of Alone and the Kilkenny Lions Club and the efforts of the fundraiser might lift the hearts or the spirits Good. of some people in Kilkenny over the Christmas period. And I suppose if we reach that goal and do that, both individually and collectively I think we'll have done a good job together Brilliant John I'll be talking to you in the morning and look at thanks for taking the call and we'll have the crack over the next month alright Please God and thanks to Darry you John. and thanks to the community radio okay. as well thanks very much Thanks John Bye now Bye bye I think that's a great move over him doing that. Yeah, taking no doubt about giving, it. Making himself a hero, mm. giving the 25 year old. Uh, I think it's good. Miles says he's good to just to ensure that you score a few goals, he's going to stand in goal. Well, tell, I'd, uh, I'd love to be baiting a ball at that white suit he wears, you know that? Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to be hitting him with that white ball or those yellow shorts. I'd wear it off of him. <laughs> Listen, um, the um, quiz. Uh, Jack and Mary and Marion and, 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 and uh, the whole lot of them, they all got it right. The sixth one. Seventh. Seventh. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I nearly had it wrong. Seventh, oh, I said at the start, yeah. Jack Walsh. Well, okay. Where he's from. Okay. Well, What's the answer? Gaffney's, Mrs. Gaffney's oh, shop. Right. There's two Gaffney's in the street. Right. So, but uh, top of us in. Gaffney's so, shop. We're bonding in the morning. We're back next week. We'll have the old crack. I have to go off play ball after the, or are we heading? Come, no, that's the following week. I'll be doing that. <laughs> Look, thanks for listening, and we're on again in the morning between nine and ten. So thanks, thanks, Pat, for, for looking after everything. Bye now. Frank Grinsel says it as it is on Kilkenny Today Business. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, eighty-eight point seven FM. 